G'day and welcome to episode 114. Sorry, I missed my cue there. Ooh, the it's like, you, you thought when I went yep. one, I was giving you the middle yeah, yeah. finger. It's, <laughs> can you blame me given our history? I mean, it's an obvious mistake to make. Yeah. That's the situation normal. Um, so, yeah. look, I think it's fair to say, to uh, paraphrase Eddie Maguire, it's been a big week in cricket. Yeah. Um, it's been a black week in cricket. I will honestly admit, last Sunday when I... No. <laughs> last Sunday when I heard the news, I was physically ill. Ooh. Steve Smith. Much like an hour or so ago. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> but not due to a migraine. No, look, uh, it's been well documented that the greatest honour that can befall any cricketer is to become Dan's man crush. That's a position that's been held by only three players previously. Man crush. Cap- uh, Captain of Australia, you know. No, the man crush is higher, trust yeah, me. Man. No, no, no. Yeah, because yeah. Tubbs never got man crush status, and yeah. Michael Clark sure as fuck did not. Thank you. Look, yeah, the only, the only holders of the title have been Steve Waugh, Mike Hussey, and Ryan Harris. And up until last Sunday, Steve Smith was the fourth in line for the throne. So he's, um, he's been black marked. Look, he has, and I feel bad about it. After his press conference, but um, no, look, just just a really the the, I mean, there have been two black days in Australian cricket in my lifetime, and they have been the day that Phil Hughes died, and the day that three Australians were implicated in a cheating, a a plan to cheat. Yeah, let's not pussyfoot around it. Not putting the underarm incident in there. No, no, that was a bit before my... Uh, I was going to say, yeah, that pre-Jesco. So. Yeah. 81. 80, yeah. yeah, so... You, I mean, would, you would have that in there as well. Uh, but I think, look, yeah. it's an interesting analogy to make because I think the... As I read during the week, someone said, you know, Greg Chappell didn't actually break the rules, he just tap-danced all over the spirit of cricket in that yeah. event. Whereas in this incidence, this was a planned, deliberate, premeditated... If you know, if this was a court case, it'd be first degree murder, not manslaughter, because this was something that they planned beforehand. They thought about, they, you know, they came up with it and decided to do it. And I'm just so disgusted and disappointed at them. I mean, after their presses, I think, oh, David Warner's just the worst human being to ever wear a baggy green. Um, you, you know, I, I don't care. And considering Michael Clark's in that list, you know, that's that's. Yeah. That's quite I mean, a feat. But, had, um, just, just for the record, has anybody checked on Michael Slater's well-being recently? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Designated. I, I'm yeah. trying to think of a better way, but no, I've had too much booze. The designated cum swallower. No. Um, <laughs> look, I think... It is a bit steamy it, in there, you know? Yes. <laughs> it is just such a disappointment that Australian cricketers would just... Knowingly and blatantly break the rules in that manner. Oh, my question is just what did they expect was going to happen? I mean, it's not like it's yeah. the first time someone's been caught ball tampering. They know there's at least 15 cameras out that's there exactly watching right. everything you do. What do they think? Like, do they think, oh yeah, but if he puts it down his pants, no one will. I think that that's the thing. It's the step. Of, gonna get caught. It's more the step above that. It's like, how did you think you were going to get away with exactly. it? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, what, what did he chink would happen? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, the thing is. The, and I mean, it, it's interesting, um, Monday morning, uh, well, I mean, all day Monday this week just gone, I was doing interviews for a position at work and I was sitting in a room with um, my boss who knows absolutely nothing about cricket 
and uh, an external um, person who actually knows Cameron Bancroft, mm. funnily enough. Oh, yeah. um, and it was an interesting take from my boss, which was basically, well, look, point blank, the first guy who has to go is the coach because he's created the culture that allows these guys to believe that something like that mm. is even remotely acceptable. Yeah. So, And I thought that that was an interesting take is throughout the week is that basically... The, All the heat was on the players. The heat was on the players and not the coach. And yeah. basically, if the coach hadn't fallen on his sword, he'd probably still be coaching. Oh, he absolutely would be. Sutherland yeah. wasn't going to sack him. Yeah. The and I think that soft cock himself. I mean, this James is the thing. All, all through Sunday, when I... I mean, firstly, it's on Fox Sports News non-stop. Mm. But the first thing that I thought was, this is really going to test how strong the leadership of the ACB is. And, I, and yeah. I could argue that they've even been a little bit soft with what they've done. Now, and part of the reason is is that, you know, we're going to sit there and we're going to wait and go through process. It's like your captain and one of the players has openly admitted to cheating in a press conference. It's not like there's a process right now that needs to be followed. Yeah. I right. think, look, the, the only positive... I can take from this sad, sorry state of affairs is just the place that cricket clearly holds in the Australian public psyche. Yeah. I mean, this has led news reports for the entire week. This has been the number one topic in Australia. If you compare it to, like, the Essendon drug scandal... Yeah. Which, I mean, you know, this has been nowhere near that same level. So the one positive I can take is that it is clearly still just so dear to the heart of all Australians, cricket fans or not, um, you know the, I guess the the values that the Australian cricket team are seen to represent. Um, but look, I just think I mean, it is it is really quite baffling. I was I was going to ask, what do we think Ockham's razor is here? Is is it, it's we haven't really got to the truth. No, at this particular point in time, in I terms think of one of the, who's been involved, who knew about it, who didn't know about it. And how it's actually played out from this point forward. I and I think, will. I think the funny thing is, is that if you had, you know, gun to my head, if you had to ask me who would have been involved, then yeah, David Warner would have been the first guy I would have said. Yeah, yeah. Steve Smith and Cameron Bancroft would have been the last two guys. Yeah, yeah I'm with you. Um, <clears throat> to be totally honest, with Tim, I'm not I would have sure. put, with Tim Payne. I, personally, yeah. I actually think that Steve, I, I feel a little bit for Steve Smith in this. Look, he, he's condoned it. He sat on his hands. He sat on his hands. But, I mean, at the same time, I think he kind of went into this going... He's gone in there a little bit naive, I think, for lack of a better phrase. Yeah. yeah. Thinking... Which is nothing... I'll just come in in and I'll take the bullet. Yeah. And hopefully that will be it and it will all die down from there. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that the thing is that... The thing that he kind of didn't take into account is the fact that... Australia historically has been so pious about this stuff. We don't do it. Everybody else does it. Everybody's bad. Blah, blah, blah. You know, we're standing on top of the hill. We're better than everyone else. We don't need to do this stuff. And, you know, it's the thing is, is that everybody was so quick to come out and whack them for taking that stance. And that's the thing that, you know, from my perspective, that's the most disappointing. I think, you know, in this instance, Occam Razor is, is that I think that Warner went to Bancroft and it was a bit of a... That was it. I don't. I honestly don't think Steve Smith was that involved. No, I, think I, that, I absolutely and agree. I, I and think you see, the you thing see that people, his response throughout yeah. all of this 
is is that it's of a it's of a man who's shattered. When, when was the last time that a politician or sportsman um, pulled off a mea culpa like that? Yeah. Um, you know, the bit I defy any fan of the Australian cricket team not to tear up when he said the way it's impacted my old man. Yeah. Um, I got extremely emotional when I heard that. And to me, that just brought home that this is a game that dads and their sons have been playing in the backyard of Australia for, for you know, hundreds of years. For it to have gotten to this, to this stage, is, it says something about the win-at-all-costs mentality. I mean, I will, I will go out and say I'm the most competitive person in the world. I want to win more than anything else. You know, when it's fantasy sports, when it's challenging myself at work, when it's anything to do in life, no one wants to win more than I do. But you cannot... The worst thing that you can be said... The worst thing that can be said about you in the world is to be a bad friend. I think the second worst thing in the world that can be said about you is to be a bad sport. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. essentially what cheating boils down to in its essence. Yeah, is that I... You're putting the desire to win... Yeah. Over the, I guess, the sanctity of the game and, and being a good, fair sport. And I think, yeah. you know, I mean, I'm interested to hear your take with regards to Cameron Bancroft on all of these things. I actually think that one of the things that he said yesterday proves to me that it's, it's really hit him hard. Is him basically saying, I've worked so hard to get to this point and now I've just given it away for free. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that is... I mean, we've had the debate over the last few months about whether Renshaw or Bancroft should be in the side. Yeah. The idea that that decision has now been made like that because someone's cheated is... Yeah, that's that's terrible. Um, Yeah. And I think... And I think why... The the reason why I point the finger at Warner is because, I mean... Smith is the captain, but it's it's forgotten to a large extent. Warner is the senior player in that team. Warner yeah. and Nathan yeah. Lyon yeah. are the two most experienced players in that team. And I think if you look at David Warner's personality, his very much his attitude, male. yeah, yeah, well, that's exactly right. Oh, He's the yeah. alpha male, alpha and I essentially yeah. think. Yeah. He has strong-armed Bancroft into doing this. Yes, yeah. and Steve Smith has felt like he doesn't have the authority. Uh, the, the authority and the in-your-face, um, yeah. you know, attitude yeah. to actually take David Warner on behind the scenes and say, "No, this isn't right." Yeah. And the other interesting thing is that though, oh, because we missed the captain. But but that's because that's a personal. I think it's an interesting point. Oh, he's the captain. Alan Border let that happen? No, but that's because Alan Border is a completely different personality. You're still the captain of the team. You still have responsibilities. You can't just let yeah. this shit go on. I want to pick this up. And if I you think... don't feel like, if you don't feel like you've got enough to take it on yourself, then right. go to the I'm going to let you finish, but Jamison, I'm, I'm pulling just... rank here. Come on. No, no, no. no I'm going to go. Gonna go. Yeah, go, now, go. I think that you're actually hitting the nail on the head. Is is that the, the the dressing room itself is bereft of leadership at a broader right. level. I think that Smith. Isn't necessarily a true captain in the context of that. No. He's the captain out of necessity, for lack of a better phrase. He's yeah. the captain because he's the best player in the team. Yes. And he's the only one who, prior to this event, you would have thought... Well, I mean, one of the interesting things I read was that there were major question marks over David Warner ever getting the vice-captaincy. Yeah. And the main reason he got given it was because they didn't want to deal with him if he didn't get it. Yeah. And that says it all to me. That that says yeah. everything about yeah. Warner's character. 
And I think, yeah, as you said, I mean, there's no way Alan Border would have yeah. this would have gone down on Alan Border or Steve Waugh's watch. Pretty much any other cat. Because no, well, and that's I mean, because I think, I think Steve Smith is still and a I kid think, in many respects. And I think yeah, the yeah, other yeah. thing is, is that you yeah. know, mm. using a, a more recent example, if Simon Cadditch was in that room. Cadditch would have had Warner up against the wall. Yes, by the throat. He would have got spray tan all over his hand again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I no, think... But that's it. I mean, if if yeah. you know, if Smith isn't at that stage where he feels like he can deal with it, then but you've who... got to take it from you. Got to hang on. Why are but you letting this happen? Then you're, no, no but that's exactly it's, right. But, it's both but of those. my question yeah. back to you then is: who who's the captain of the Australian cricket team? Well, that's the challenge and, that they're obviously yeah, having yeah, in the moment. Yeah, and that's, that's that. the problem. And I, think that, no, you know, I, I actually think Mitch Marsh is the next yeah, cat off the rank as far well, as actually, I'm concerned. Oh, they like Payne, and I think that they'll stick with Payne for a little while. Oh, but I, I, I wouldn't be against yeah. them parachuting George Bailey. But that's uh, another matter. That's... I, I, I want to address the, the Lehman thing. Like, what I said about Lehman when we had the discussion about the coach has to be the first to go, I said... If he knew about it and he agreed with it, then he was complicit in what happened and yeah. he needs to go. If he didn't know about it, then the team then the team has gone rogue and he's lost the team exactly. and he needs to go. Yeah. There was absolutely zero middle ground yeah. here when it came to Lehman. And let's not be naive. I'm he sure knew, he, he knew, knew about it. I'm sure yeah. he knew I'm too. sure of it. Yeah. And I think the uh, I I think a lot of what's wrong with the Australian cricket culture at the moment stems from Lehman. Absolutely. A fish rots at the head. What was the comment that I made to you is, is that the, the team's behaviour has gone south since he came on board. Yeah. And, I, you know, if you want to play on the line, you're going to jump over it and sometimes you're going to fall and you're going to fall Head apart. the line is yeah. the euphemism <laughs> that they like yeah. to use. But, I mean, all I kept coming back to, and it's interesting you bring up Alan Border, is would this have happened... With Justin Langer as coach, would no. this have happened with Steve Waugh, Mark Taylor, Ricky, Ricky Ponting, Ponting yeah. Alan Border as captain? No, and I no. think that's the sad state of affairs at the moment is that they don't have that Leadership. authoritative presence in the dressing room. As yeah. you, as you say, it's Steve Smith yeah. is the captain because he's the only suitable candidate at the moment. Yeah, and look, your point about he should be pulling Warner aside and saying, "Mate, fuck off." Like, he should do that if he's really a captain, but that's the challenge. That's oh, easier said than done. Like, I yeah. mean, you're the captain of Australia. Like, what, yeah, what, what yeah. do you want? Like, and I think that it just No says, one's going to yeah. have... You know, if you do that to Warner and he gets angry at you, no one's going to be like, mm. well, Steve, you were in the wrong. How dare you try and bring Warner? No one's going to say no. that. No, on the no, contrary, I mean... support you if you try and be like, well, no, Warner was trying to cheat and I, and I told him not to. And like, I think it's interesting to see what's happened throughout the week where basically all the bowlers have disowned Warner. Oh, and because that's the other thing too. The, the most despicable aspect of this whole thing was the way in which Warner apparently tried to throw the fast bowlers under the bus yeah. in his meeting with Ian Roy and um, Pat Howard. Yeah. And apparently the the word on the street has it that basically they said you need to get Warner out of South Africa before this blows completely up. Yeah. Um, Josh Hazelwood and Mitchell Stark are reportedly livid yeah. that yeah. their names yeah. have been dragged into this. Um, Fair enough. And yeah, it, yeah, yeah absolutely. And I think... Well. Yeah. Look, it's it's a tricky one because, as I say, once Smith and Bancroft are in the wrong, it's hard for me to get up on my high horse and say, well, there's no way that... 
Josh Hazelwood or Mitchell Stark would have been involved in this. But yeah. the I guess the the raw reactions from those players involved suggests to me that they had absolutely no knowledge of this whatsoever. Yeah. I think, yeah, it doesn't strike me as the type of thing that went wide because some I would have thought that somebody would have said, no, 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 yeah. this isn't right. Let's not do yeah. it. Yeah, well, that's there are a few guys, in, you know, there are, I, I some, I like some... Nathan Lyon would have been the one I would yeah. have thought. Yes, I was, nothing to I was thinking Kawaja would be somebody who would say, no, guys, not on. But see, I think, again, Kawaja's not that... It's too quiet of a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It's right. not that... But that's the problem. It does come down to that. Yeah. I, I think, yeah. yeah, that fear of, like, if the, the senior guys are being like... But it's an interesting... It's funny. They're like... Yeah, and it's an interesting point, though, is, is that you make about the alpha male side of things, is that you actually sit there and you think about the team at the moment, outside of, you know, not outside of who... Well, I'm thinking in terms of the third test here. Outside of Warner, who would you class as an alpha male in that? Probably Mitch Marsh. Do you have the bowlers? Yeah, yeah, I would say, like, Stark can carry Stark. on like a bit of a... Oh, you reckon, for me, that yeah. comes off as very... He's yeah. posturing a lot of the time. Yeah, he doesn't true. have that there's a bit of there's, there's a bit of studio gangster about yeah, stuff. Exactly. <laughs> true, yeah. I think Mitch Marsh is the only one I'd Marsh. put in that in that category. What about he's Cummins, relatively quiet. Yeah, but no, but I think he's he is there's steel that yeah. sits behind him. Yeah. I think uh, there's a lot more like Kawaja's is a good example. I think yeah. he'd fold faster than yeah. Superman on laundry day once things <laughs> got tough. I think Mitch Marsh is the one guy who I'd look at. I think Yeah. And, and, you know, that's part of the reason why I think they could do a lot worse than replicate the current WA situation, make Justin Langer the new coach, make Mitch Marsh a new captain. That would yeah. be my move now. Um, what about, like, Cummins, Hazelwood? You don't reckon just, Cummins would... I just don't think fast bowlers make good captains. And I don't no, think... No, no, not I, as captain, yeah, but just no, I think Cummins, I think, I think we're not doing this sort of thing. I think... Go up against... I think that they would... I, I mean, can't look, see Cummins... I wouldn't have thought that they'd be, to be honest, I wouldn't have thought that they'd step in the way of something like this. Yeah. It's just that I think it's, mixture of like... I mean, Warner's definitely... Yeah, yeah Warner's definitely, definitely a, you know, head and shoulders above and, the know, rest in terms of that. And the problem is, is that it would have yeah. needed Weeman to take him down, I think. Yeah. 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 Nah, fair. Yeah. Um, no, look, but it is bitterly disappointing. Um, and I can only hope... I can hope for two things. Number one... That David Warner never plays for Australia again. I mean, do and, let's let's ask a, let's ask a few yeah. questions around the table. Firstly, do you think he'll ever play for Australia again? No, I, I personally just, don't I think he will either. How old is he? He's in his early thirties. He's thirty-one. Yeah, which is as well. I could just. No, I, but I think the the rumors, I mean, Smith and Warner got put on separate flights home from South Africa. Yeah, yeah. the feeling was that. If they did a, had to do a joint press conference, it would have been an absolute shambles. Yeah. Um, and the feeling, you know, this is just reading John Townsend in the West and, and other cricket writers, you know, Crash Craddock as well, saying the opinion at this stage is that Smith and Warner will never play again in the same side. Yeah, and yeah. if you have to choose one or the other, then, you know... It's I mean, the thing is... I, what, the other I, thing, could, so I could see yeah. Warner self-selecting and deciding to just become a T20 mercenary as well. Yeah, well, good luck mm-hmm. to him. Because the other thing is, and this gets ignored a lot, he is a shit player outside Australia. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I've been saying for years they shouldn't be playing him in Northern Hemisphere tests. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. if you compare well, his record... To Smiths and say you have to pick one of these two going forward. It's yeah, it's, it's, it's a no-brainer. 
99 I mean, times even, you'll pick Smith, even, the 100th time you'll think about it, and then you'll pick Smith. Smith. Yeah, <laughs> even Warner's last series, you know, the Ashes over here, he wasn't even that good. You know? Yeah. Like, it's yeah. like he's a pro pass his prime anyway. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard it, to see. I always, I always found it interesting that he was an auto-sweep for the one day, is because if you actually looked at his record, it's not that great. Mm. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, um, okay, well, can Bancroft ever get a chance to play for Australia again? I, I think, think that so. depends a lot on how Matt Renshaw goes. Mm-hmm. Um, and any other talent that might be coming through the shield at the moment too. I think also I Joe know. Burns potentially is part of that too, mm-hmm. or even right. someone like Jake Weatherall. Yeah. It's, it's an interesting... Like, he, it's he's, a, it's a, he's the sad case for me. I honestly don't think he'll get another go now. I think yeah. that, you know, his comment about giving it away for free, mm-hmm. unfortunately I think that that's the, the downside is, is that he's basically... The one thing I would say is that, contrary to a few years ago when we were playing four openers in the side, is that being an opener at the moment is a good position to be in. If you're an opener scoring runs in the shield, yeah. you would get a go. Because, yeah. as we say, right now, I mean, I mean I'll mean, i go, I've, I've gone on the record before and say I never thought Renshaw should have been dropped. I thought a 21-year-old who can bat through a day of test cricket should be given two years out of form, like Mark Taylor was, well, I mean, um, rather than two yeah. minutes. And I mean, the I thing mean, is, is that, I mean, basically there's now two opening spots that have popped up. So, well, I, I know, think Renshaw and will I think Renshaw, down. I think Renshaw will probably know one down yeah. as well. I mean, the good thing for Renshaw is you couldn't have picked him at a better time right no, now. No, and that's, I actually think, I, I'm going to put the mockers on him here. I think he'll make a, I think he'll make a century today. Boom. And I, I said that before the match. I actually I wish we had batted first because I think right now you're you're picking him similar similarly to how they picked Mitch Marsh for the Ashes. You're picking mm. him when he's absolutely in form. He's, he's seeing it like a beach ball, and he's coming in full of confidence. The only thing that might play against him is just the the physical <laughs> jet lag side of things. Yeah. Um, but I actually, I actually I'd back him to top score in our innings today. Famous so, last words, yeah. yeah. Jackson. Top, top score might be a safer way of putting what you want to put. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You might um, only need thirty to do that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but um, what was the name of the bowler that bowled the underarm ball? Trevor, Trevor Chapel. Trevor Chapel. Yeah. Chapel. Yeah. I was yeah. listening to something earlier today, and he was saying it's basically defined him as a person, not yeah. just as a player, yeah. from that day onwards. And that's that's the, and that's that, the that sad thing. What really and that's goes against Bangkok. Steve Smith yeah. will yeah. always be remembered. Yeah. But I think the thing is. I think they Smith, all will. Smith yeah. and Warner will too. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. As yeah. far as like those three go, anyway, I, you know, you definitely blame Bancroft the le- the least in that. You know, he's the kind of guy that would sort of do it because the captain. I actually so. blame Smith the least. I think Bancroft. Yeah, I, I, feel the same. I agree with that. I, I, kind of I think Bancroft could have easily said, "Fuck you, Warner." Yeah, but yeah. he's the youngest but, guy in the team. And I mean, like, if, thing, you, if you say something, I like think that, that the point your, is, your captain's being. I like, think that that's senior players. I think that the thing that, but I would say the argument is that Smith didn't actually do anything. That I would is, say, that's yeah, that's, yeah that's, I would say that that's Bank, the reason Bank, he's, yeah, he's, Bancroft was the one who actually cheated. I think Bancroft was the one who actually cheated. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. So that's, that's I'd agree. I'd, I'd, I'm the same. I view Smith the least, but yeah. yeah, I mean, unfortunately, Smith cops it because he could have stopped it. Yeah, well, and that's yeah, the only that's thing. About, did. But I mean, the thing is, is I think that, and as I said, I think that Smith took the board a little bit. Yeah. To some of the other guys, thinking that that would take the steam out of it, but you know, it didn't. And 
You know, yeah, he's got I think that's the sad thing is that someone said the other day, you know, Steve Smith could score 30,000 runs in his career. Yeah. And the first question he'll be asked when he retires is, so, why'd you cheat? Mm. Um, and look, I, to be honest, right now, my biggest concern is just for his state of mind. Yes. I think yes. he is a young man who has known think... nothing but the world of professional cricket. He left mm. school early yep. in order to play cricket. I actually, the person I feel most for in all of this, funnily enough, is his girlfriend. Fiance. Uh, fiance, because I think she's about to face the toughest 12 months of her life. Yeah. I think that's, and I think, you know, um, Robert Craddock wrote a really good article during the week making that very point, is that this is water off a duck's back to Dave Warner, but for yeah. Steve Smith, this is hmm. something completely new. I mean, life we talked yeah. about whether they'll play yeah. cricket again. They'll, they will never... Steve Smith will never captain Australia. No, well, no I, think I think Cricket Australia have said that. Well, no, they said he won't be considered for a leadership position for 12 months. Warner will never be considered for a leadership position. Well, they said, yeah, yeah, two years they, captain for Steve Smith, 12 yeah. months. Oh, yeah, so, sorry, 12 right, months after his 12 yeah. months suspension, yeah. they said. Yeah, yeah, right, they did say so. Um, yeah, but I and think I mean, no, he, be, he won't captain Australia. He's probably no. too old by then anyway. Yeah, I so, mean, and that's why, look, another reason I think you give it to Mitch Marsh now is you let him... You let him grow into the role. And, you let him make it his own. I think he is one guy who, you know, his personality type, as I say, he, he has been the party boy. I see a lot of Ricky Ponting in Mitch Marsh yeah. in that he was the party boy. He, you know, he was a bit out of control. You know, he had these, you know, incidents. But I think yeah. Ricky Ponting in his autobiography talks about a chat he had with Steve Wall where Steve Wall put a hand on his shoulder and said, you know, put this behind you and you're the next captain of Australia. And I think yeah. Mitch Marsh has had a very similar experience with Justin Langer as coach. Yeah, I think um, I think the thing I'll also say about Marsh is that I reckon that he's the type of guy that would elevate his game. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Um, if you don't give him responsibility, he will continue to be the party boy. Yeah. And, you know, to be honest, I see a bit of myself in that as well, is if you... If you give someone responsibility, some people will shirk away from it, and some people will actually look at that as a vote of confidence and use that to thrive. Or a challenge. Yeah, and I absolutely see him being one of those characters. At the same time, I'm not Well, I mean, obviously it's tough now because you're forced into it, having to make a decision, but I don't think he's ready for it yet. Oh, I actually... But who else is? I actually... Well, why not not leave Tim Payne as the captain for the next summer? Because is he a long-term prospect? No, but Mitch is your long-term prospect. I just don't know if he's ready. I mean, look, like like you say, Smith didn't have the confidence because he wasn't growing up enough. Perhaps he was brought in too early, and maybe that's why. If you do the same thing I think it was a a default situation with Smith. You can argue Marsh is potentially a default thing as well, but the thing is that... They've it always had. They've the actually. They're too young for the job, though. They've actually always no, had really. He's about the right yeah, age. They've so actually so, had big yeah. reps on him being a captain for a while. He captained WA in some of the. He captained Australia to the um, under 19s Yeah, he's under nineteen's well. captain, yeah. and he made ninety odd in the final to help him win it. But he um, also captained WA in a couple of T Twenty comps, and they were they all the. All the coaches at the time were actually surprised at his tactical nows. Mm. Yeah. Which was Captain WA to the JLT yeah. Cup in the one days this year. I, well. I don't, I made I, I'm not saying he doesn't have the, the technical side no. and that. I just 
I mean, I'm, I'm actually reflecting back on a discussion I had with Mike Hussey a couple of years ago. We actually asked him whether he wanted to be captain of Australia one day while, while he was playing. This is at the end of his career when he just retired. I said, you know, did you ever want it? And he said, well, I had been it. And he actually said to me... Oh, he got hung out to dry in that bloody three one-day yes. series in New Zealand. But yeah. um, at the same time... Um, he said to me, I'd, I'd, have, I'd appreciated the on-field stuff, he said, but all the off-field stuff would have been and, too, and, much, and, yeah. exactly. too, too much, much for me. And, and that's, that's why right. Alan Border would not have been Alan Border if he didn't have Bob Simpson and yeah. Jeff Marsh, who, who yeah, Jeff insulated Marsh, him Jeff, a lot. Yeah, Jeff Marsh's role yeah. in the um, development of of Australian cricket is actually quite understated. Yeah, and Bob people, Simpson's, I'd say. People well. will look at Jeff Marsh's numbers and go, well, he mustn't have been that good, but he... Hmm. Sean Marsh has already made more test centuries than him. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, the thing is, is that he... Yeah, Mitch is probably only a couple behind Yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, he, he was the guy who brought the steel yeah. into the team alongside Border. And, yeah, that's I say, the famous story of when... Jeff Marsh actually got dropped out yeah. on the border, refusing to go out onto the field and berating the selectors for a good half hour afterwards. <laughs> and he uh, didn't catch the flight with the team. He caught a flight the next day. Yeah. And they said, oh, we're going to Perth, you know, are you coming? And he said, oh, I might see you there. Yeah. 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 No, I remember reading about that in um, Ian Healy's autobiography. Yeah. Of all people. So... Yeah. But look, I just hope we can sort of draw a line underneath it now and by the yeah. start of the next test summer. Well, you have yeah. to. It's, yeah. You just have to get rid of everyone. I think it's... I actually think, in a perverse yeah. kind of way, it's really good that it's happened during the third test rather than during the fourth test because I yeah. think there'd be nothing worse than having this fester for another six yeah. months without yeah. us playing yeah. any cricket. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just a... A black day for Australian yeah. cricket. Mm. It really, it really was. Um, and hopefully, we can show some medal. That's it. I would love nothing, but nothing more than for us to get up in the fourth test and go, look, we don't need these guys. We don't need to cheat. We can do this off our own backs with the players yeah. we've got. It'll never happen. I, <laughs> but it would be, yeah. be good. Yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's no, yeah. the good news is that we're playing India next summer, so we, we know we can smack yeah, here or in over, India? Oh, you know, over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll be Guaranteed. Yeah. <laughs> so it's... Um, I mean, yeah, they've they've actually got some interesting questions. Maybe for the other thing is, is of course the uh, the World Cup coming up. Who's going to captain the uh, the team in the World Cup? It's got to be Mitch Marsh. I'm telling you. And the other, you, the, I mean, the other guy who whose name you throw in the mix is: Do you make Ricky Ponting the white ball captain and Justin Langer the red ball captain? Um, I think that they'll. I, I suspect that they'll go that pathway now. Mm. Is that I think that they'll split the roles. Yeah, um, it does make sense. It does make a lot There's of such sense. Different games now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely different games, and I think also just the burden that it places on. Yeah, um, on the coaches. I mean, well. and yeah, if you're picking almost a completely different squad. Yeah, you, know, you can't expect which you're almost having to do through yeah, necessity. Yeah. I mean, the last couple yeah. of um, summers. Yeah. We've been finishing with T20s while our test team is yeah. off, ready to play well, yeah. the following day. Last yeah. in the Indian uh, tour, we were playing a test match the day after a T20. Yeah. So, yeah, it becomes it's not a question of um, yeah, it's just a question of necessity. Yeah, you know, blokes can't be on 
on uh, two sides of the world at once. Yeah. So, uh, so who do you make vice captain then? Give you a throw. Well, the has always been a good vice captain. Yeah. yeah. So you make yeah. Jim Payne vice that, yeah. and Mitch Marsh your yeah. captain. Yeah. That's how I would go. Yeah. I think, yeah, they're, they're, I'd invert the position. I'm with... Um, and the other advantage... I'm with no thought invert those positions for a year, but... Yeah. For a year. I, yeah. Just, I just, just, just let it settle down. That, that but resolve to keep the players in line. The just other, the other, the other advantage is... Mitch Marsh is a guaranteed selection in all three formats of the game, which yeah. I don't think Tim Payne's a walk-up start in yeah. our 50 or 20 yeah. overs. Well, I actually think, yeah, I mean, yeah. I think that they'll want to start giving Alex Carey a really good yeah, walk. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, so, certainly, I think in the 50 over games, I mean, he's already the T20 keeper, and I think yeah. they'll, they'll be keen to see what he's like in the 50s, I think, as well, yeah. moving forward. And it's a good way to bring someone in. The t- I mean, Adam Gilchrist... Followed yeah. that same path. He yeah. was uh, a mainstay in the 50 overside before he made his test over. I'm, yeah. I'm going to throw a potential bolter into the mix, Travis Head. I just, I just worry that you end up. Oh, who was the? Uh, you end up with the Mike Brearley and that you're picking the, your best captain and then the, your uh, ten yeah. best players. Well, yeah, more um, recent times, Chris Cowdery. Yeah, um, I just wish him on. Worry that that's the precedent yeah. you're setting with the George Bailey or a Travis Head. Yeah, but I mean, I think the, the the thing is that you know, as you've kind of alluded to, you strip out a lot of experience by taking Smith and Warner out of the team. Mm. Um, I mean, there's and a you've reason got Joe Richardson's, Richardson's not playing in this current yeah. test is because they would thought it was too many youngsters. I'm sure. Yeah, but I mean, I would have. I actually. Thought it would have been the perfect opportunity to throw yeah. him in, actually. To be oh, honest, at least for the record, Chad says is not a test bowler. No, <laughs> let me let me go on the record. And yeah. also, why the fuck have you got two D's in your first name, dickhead? That's not how you spell Chad. Chad, Chad was bad, and that's Brad, with a single D. Brad Dalziel does not no. like this. <laughs> yeah, as a, as someone who's uh, you know stated quite clearly for the record that I'm a boob man. I don't like not liking double Ds, but <laughs> I don't like those double Ds. <laughs> not cool. <laughs> right, so we're going to close on that. But now. I think yeah, look, the, the road ahead is interesting. Is is that do they try and prop up or do they look to the future? Yeah, well, there's only it's one a, way to go a, once you hit rock bottom. Yeah, that's up. But I mean, how do you? Start the profound <laughs> wisdom of the bag, man. <laughs> Dropping truth bombs on us, fortune cookie style. <laughs> I've been holding on to that one for the last 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for an opportunity. Uh, this is it. The right moment. <laughs> yeah. All right. I think we're going to cut it there. Later, skaters. Later, Hosen. <laughs>